This podcast is an RPPFM production. The following episode contains some coarse language and descriptions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to I Think My Fridge Is Haunted, Ooh. episode freaking seven. Oh my god, are we up to seven? I thought there was number five. We're halfway. No, 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 no. We're halfway through Very the season. Behind. Jesus. I know. And you know what seven means? What? I don't know. <laughs> the movie Seven is awesome. <laughs> seven deadly Sins. episodes. <gasps> seven, seven deadly episodes. Maybe that's our title. Okay. Minus the um guy that just got booked for a sexual assault. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, no, he was always good, a bit creepy. Good. Anyway, how have you been? What's been going on this um, week? Anything interesting? Anything interesting. Did I actually can't remember anything I've done this week. Did you do any interesting shows? Oh, yeah. I did do a show. I, I was um in a drag show called Neo Drag and... um. It went well. I didn't have any costume malfunctions or anything, which is nice. That's cool. Yeah, I had a few um, wig changes. Yeah. I scared an old lady. Mm. I think she thought I was a biological man. And then I took my top off and was like, kapow, boobs. And Why was she at Neo Drag? Oh, you, you know, people that just walk in off the street and like, oh, it's a cabaret. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a singer. Yeah, I saw the I picture of the singer with the fishnets and pretty much nothing else. Oh, the... I like that. That was cool. Oh, no, she's one of the drag queens. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's the host. Shout out to Bayla Moore. She's a babe. Cool. Yeah, what about you, girl? Uh, I went to Burlesque Wonderground on Saturday oh, yes. night, the new venue here in Melbourne. Amazing. And that was really fun. Yes. Um, great venue. Yeah. Right here at Bayside. Yeah. Like, it was It was just a really fun night, and I drank a lot of rum. They're very talented ladies, those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so a really talented. good night. It was a really good night. And, uh, yeah. In case you guys... Fun. Well, you don't have a visual right now, but Gemma is currently sitting... At the studio desk holding a Furby. <laughs> um, it's terrifying. For some reason, this Furby has its mouth glued permanently open in like a scream. It has something in its mouth. We're not quite sure. It's a rescue Furby. Uh, and its name is Snowbell. Snowbell. Um, well, you know what? It has the same haircut as myself, which is kind of a True. Napoleon Dynamite meets um, <laughs> Mugatu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, you know, I always like to dress like a, a, a tall white man, <laughs> said no one ever. Um, uh, oh, yes. Housekeeping. Mm. Last week, I was trying to describe this type of magic and I couldn't think of the word. Oh, yeah. It's chaos magic. I was oh. in the shower and I'm like, God damn it. I was chaos. trying to think, what are you on Chaos about? magic. Um, so look into that, guys. It's all kinds of spooky, but you can get things achieved from using it. I'll never use it, but... Um, yeah, that sounds messy. It You have to be very um, dedicated to it, I think. Okay. 
But there are cases where it works. But you have to do weird things. What to, were we talking about in um, relation to I chaos think it magic? Was ghost, ghost sex. How to summon a ghost to uh, be in a relationship right. with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, if you're interested, listen to the last podcast on the left. They do a whole like I think it's like three series on chaos magic. Really? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Okay, you got facts from the freezer. Facts from the freezer. What have you got? There are some animals that don't die, or at least don't die of old age, including oh. species of jellyfish and a type of flatworm. Oh. Fact from the freezer. I was going to say starfish. Oh, jellyfish. Jellyfish. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a bit spooky. Bit cool. I mean, I love the fact so the- that like if the world dies out, they'll it'll be left to flatworms and jellyfish. <sighs> Um, I think my cousin's a bit of a flatworm. I don't even know what a flatworm is. Is that like an intestinal thing? I'm guessing it's a worm that's quite flat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The clue's in the name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have an ocean fact too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, girl. Oh, sand tiger sharks, embryos, are known to attack each other. Uh, Like before they're born. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact as well, um, the sand tiger sharks have two uteri. Right. So one... Damn, does she get two periods? Ooh. Poor uh, girl. <laughs> so, the largest, <laughs> so the largest embryo in each uterus will eat the smaller ones. Okay. And this is known as intrauterine cannibalism. Ooh. And so this allows the two strongest babies, or sometimes more, but usually two, to be born large and healthy. So they're mostly safe from predators at birth. Jesus. And this was discovered in 1948 when a scientist put his hand into the uterus of a shark. Of course he did. And was bitten by one of the pups. What an idiot. I know. I'm glad. <laughs> God, people are So I are thought stupid. that was fun. Poor shark. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, freaking hell. I'm glad the baby bit back. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I hope he put it in a tank at least. Oh, I hope he got his hand bit off and then he drowned. I'm sorry. That's inappropriate. But don't stick your hand in animals' um, uteruses. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Don't, don't experiment just on don't animals Just don't do it. All. Just let them have their pregnancy in peace. Mm. Yep. If you're into that sort of stuff, go on. Um, there's some weird Japanese porn sites, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Just leave the animals I alone. Never buff it. Nah. Oh, this isn't my story. I'm more, I'm looking at another story I've got prepared, which is very exciting. Well, find your story. In the meantime, I was going to just say when I was editing last week's episode. Oh my god, I was laughing at Victorian Esther. She oh. cracked me up so much, and I want her to come back. Uh, so I, I'm gonna do other Victorian oh, London uh, stories okay. purely because I want Victoria, Victorian Esther to come back. I can't even remember what she said. The I don't think even she knows what she said. I was very said. confused. She's all over the place. She it's is so funny. Yeah, okay, do you know the movie adaptation of Sweeney Todd with Johnny Depp? Yeah. You know the the woman that's makes the best pies in London. No, no, no. The one that's on the street. She's like. Fire, fire. She's walking around like this. She goes, oh, do you have some buttons? I don't think she says that. That's just... <laughs> but she says stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm um, envisioning when I take form. 
<laughs> take- I always remember. Remember in The Simpsons when that the Victorian like sex worker goes up to Mr. Burns and goes, Freshen a drink, governor and he goes, <laughs> Get out <laughs> That's me in the studio. <laughs> I love that. Yep. The Furby anyway. staring at me in the face. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put Snowbell over here. Oh, disgusting. His eyes look in all directions. No. Snowbell's a little bit cross-eyed, actually. He's, she's a little bit special. Okay, guys. <laughs> it's been a long week. I just, um, I bet you everyone who's listening to that did a yawn as well. (laughs) If you didn't yawn, that can be a sign that you're a psychopath. I didn't yawn. Oh, girl. (laughs) Now, my story today. Who is that on your phone? Oh, okay. So just to explain to the viewers, I have this incredible drag queen on the cover of my phone and she I don't know who she is she was on a she was just on floating around the internet and I made my boss who's this sweet little Taiwanese angel and I said can you go to office works and please print this photo out and she printed it out and she was so humiliated I feel like I recognize her she's incredible she's this she's like she's like uh, who's the woman with the snakes in the hair not Medusa. Medusa. She's like Medusa, but she's got pasties on her boobies and she's looking fierce. I like it. She's yeah, beautiful. it's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. I'll post a photo so you guys she are in the She looks like loop. kind of those Puerto Rican queens who have like the, they always put the um, like blue eye, um, what do you call them? Contacts in. Oh, yeah. I still am yet to try one of them. I'd love to have contacts, but I'm too scared. I put a pair of violet contacts in once. Ooh, and, beautiful. And they were awesome, but I had to get Marilyn Mocktail to help me. To take. She literally took them out for me. No, that's gross. Because I couldn't do it myself. Nah. Mostly because I had long acrylic nails. No, nah, that freaks me out too much. <laughs> freaks me out. All right, guys. My story. Some of you may have heard of it. Um, it's all... Um, documented on Twitter. That's why I've got my phone out today instead of my book. Cool. And um, it's called Dear David. <gasps> okay. Right. Yeah. So I this, don't know a massive amount about this, so I'm looking forward to this. It actually really gives me goosebumps. Okay. It actually creeps me out. I'm getting comfortable. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> there's a lot of documentation that the guy's name is Adam Ellis and his Twitter handle is Moby Dickhead, which I just love. That's so funny. Yes. Um, he's a cartoonist, so he's actually sketched pictures of David, but throughout this whole um, account, he's taken photos, there's videos, there's recordings. So this whole story comes from one Twitter account? Is yes. that what you're saying? It comes from this one guy. Okay, yeah. cool. And he's documented everything, and it is quite scary. Okay. So um, on Instagram, I'll post some stuff, but I'll also describe what's happening in his videos and stuff tonight, just Mm -hmm. so we get a a bit of an ambience. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, guys, buckle in. Dear David, documenting the ghost in my apartment, Monday, August 7th, 2017. So, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. Mm. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. 
That's your visual. Oh, I've seen that picture. There's your visual producer. Right. Yeah, it's a bit creepy. Yeah. He's he's just picture picture the main kid from the Rugrats, Tommy, with a big dent in his head. Yeah. He looks pretty pissed off, actually. He does look pretty pissed off. For a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling towards the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Yeah, that does suck. I've never had it. I've had it once. Crazy. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you said, dear David, first. Then she said, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple of weeks passed without incident. Then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window staring at me. In the dream, I say, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At this point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I Google deaths in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even tried different names, Daniel, Dylan, Devon, nothing. A few weeks go by without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacated and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or two goes by and I sort of forget forget about dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. So here he's posted a photo of his two beautiful little meow meows and they're both just like staring under the door. I'll show you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cute, cute, cute. They are cute. Very cute. He writes, last night I got a weird feeling and looked out the peephole and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. When I opened the door and turned the hall light, nothing was there, but my cats seemed unnerved, bushy tails, etc. And that's where I am right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. So this was now posted on Wednesday, August 9th. August 9th, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. Here's another photo. The cat's just staring up at the door. It's staring up as if it's looking at a person that's like yeah, human you know, height. Exactly. Yeah. It's literally looking at the same height as where the, the handle of the door would be. Yeah. Then there's a video and it's literally the cat just staring at the door without distraction. Like it is just... Point fixated fixated yeah okay so i took a photo through the peephole because i'm too scared to open the door i feel like i saw something i couldn't tell so i mustered the courage to open up the door nothing was out there but i took another photo look at this is it just me or is there something in the first photo right where the banister meets the shelves hiding on the stairs now it's just a picture of the entrance way near his apartment 
Um, I'm it's not kind seeing anything of, in, at first glance. At first glance, no, but it's kind of a bit blurry near the actual staircase. O- on the left photo or the right photo? The left photo. Can I see it? But I think that could just be glass. <laughs> Hang on, the phone's attached to my body. I think, look, at this point, I'd be like, eh, it's just like yeah, smudges. Yeah, there is. But it's like a head-shaped thing going on there. It's almost like, uh, you know, the Predator, in the film Predator, how it's like, yes. you can tell something's there's there, like it's invisible, but there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's it. I wasn't sure if it was a smudge or something, so I took a second photo from the inside. There was something out there. And at this point, it looks quite, like, s- smoky. Like, it's quite misty. Yeah, it's like a grey mist. Yeah, it's a bit, a little bit spooky. At that point, I wouldn't take it into, I wouldn't be that serious. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I deadbolted the lock and got into bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I'm pretty scared and he's posted a photo. <laughs> this is my favorite. He's taken a photo of his cat in the dark and the cat's just turned and its eyes are oh, glowing. Oh, so and funny. It's, I just think it's so cute. <laughs> it's I'll post like, that one on Instagram. It's like two like, light globes. <laughs> it's just two eyeballs and this little cat, this fat cat body. <laughs> Uh, August 10th. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try and sleep talk. I'm going to try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm heading to bed, but the cats... Have you ever tried those sleep talk apps? No. And I say weird stuff when I sleep. I don't think I want to hear what I say. My sister-in-law downloaded one of those a few years back Mm. and she would say the craziest weird stuff. Really? Just in the middle of the night. And then in the morning, she would just listen to it. And oh. just things that she would say, like having dreams Hilarious. and stuff. And calling to members of the family in the house. Yeah. I used to yell out, um, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> My family would like <laughs> wake up to me just yelling, Jiminy. And recently I was having sleepover with my best friend, um, Alex Deportius. And she woke me up because she was sleep talking, just saying the word rectum. <laughs> and I was like, girl, are you it's okay? Like, it's like, Alex, if you're trying to be creepy, I believe the word that you're looking for is red rum. Yeah. Oh, honey. If she said red rum, I'd be like, okay, okay, girl. But rectum, I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's so good. Okay. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. And here's a selfie. He's he's quite cute. He is cute. With his two little kitty cats. He looks at like the a door. cat person. He do- he is a cat person. Mm-hmm. I love it. And he's posted a video of the cat just meowing at the door. Mm-hmm. Meow. And they're both at the door now. It's pretty cute. I don't even know if it's the right kind of salt. So in this photo, he's put salt around the door. Which, you know what, I probably would do the same. Does it have to be a certain type of salt? I mean, salt is salt, right? Yeah, I think it just has to be salt. I don't know. I'm pretty bad at this stuff. Maxwell is extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. And that's this little chubby cat that's just at the door like, meowing baby boy. Maxwell. Always trust your cat, people. Mm-hmm. August 11th. I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars and the like, but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. 
The only the one is weird. This one is weird because out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has that strange electric sound throughout. There is audio of this you can listen to, but it's just static. Um, this directly follows the electric static, another snap, and then a, I groan in my sleep. These happen between 2 to 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording and share if I find anything curious. August 12th. Getting the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. And he's <laughs> taken a selfie and he's going. He's I off. would too, he's but I'd take the cats. On he's got his he's little off. traveling backpack. He's trimmed his beard. Um, August 14th. So a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take a few photos around my apartment. Polaroids are stupid and fun and inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything and for the most part I didn't. I took a couple of my living room and bedroom. That's the rocking chair I first saw David in. They're pretty unremarkable. So there's just his house. There's a little green chair in the corner of one of the photos. Yep. Then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. Ugh. Yeah, so it starts to get a bit a bit spooky. I even ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack to see if it was just an undeveloped Polaroid, but they all start out right white. I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger, so I took a photo while intentionally covering it. The photo on the left is me covering the lens with my finger. The one on the right is my fully lit hallway taken just after midnight. So you can see there's one Polaroid that's pitch black and the one that he had his finger on is still kind of lit up. Yeah, Yeah, it's just kind of foggy. There's some light coming through. This could be nothing. I'm not sure what to make of it. Okay, one last thing because I wanted to double check. Um, Here's a video of me taking photos and it's just him taking photos of the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm. And it comes out black and the hallway is completely lit. Wow. Which is ooky spooky. Honestly, I don't know why I'm still fucking around with this camera. There might be a logical explanation. At this point, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, maybe it's something with lighting. I don't know. Those Polaroids are pretty reliable. I've got one of those ones. And I've never had one come out black. Yeah, and you can't really cheat with them. No. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Someone told me to take photos from further away, so I tried that once with my iPhone and once with the Polaroid. Left is with my phone, right is with the Polaroid. The hall light was on both times. Why is it pitch black each time with the Polaroid? So there's a photo of his iPhone version and the um, the hallway is completely lit and then he's taken one with the Polaroid and the doorway is oh, completely blacked so out. So you can see the room, but where the doorway is, it's literally outside the door it. is just black. Just black. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This whole thread has been really convoluted, and I'm sorry if it's convoluted. Hard to vo- convoluted. <laughs> this whole thread has been really convoluted, and I'm sorry if it's hard to follow. I just thought this was all weird and wanted to share. Folks have been urging me to get some sage, so I did. He's got a photo of his sage, Mm -hmm. saging the hall and definitely saging the hell out of this rocking chair. Honestly, sage doesn't seem like it's much help, but I'm open to anything. I barely slept last night. I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong. But who knows? Maybe this will do something. The morning after. The sage did not work. 
I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. August 18th. It's been two weeks and he still does this every night at midnight. And it has the photo of Maxwell sitting at the door, just staring again. Hang on, we're still in August? Yes, still August. Didn't he say he hasn't seen David for months? Ooh. Wait, when did this all start? Did it start in August? I think so. Oh, Gemma's cracked it. <laughs> I've cracked the code. She's cracked the code. Gemma's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think you're correct, Amundo. Oh, well. Oh, you know what? I'm going to write to Moby Dickhead. <laughs> but, mate, this was 2017 and my friend has just spotted a mistake. Explain yourself, Hiding please. in plain sight. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Let's just continue with my story, guys. Yeah, no. I, I'm not going to ruin it anymore. Don't worry. I ruined that other one about your theme parks. Remember, I'm like, surely there's not a ghost called Jack Knight. Jack Dark. Jack Dark. Yeah. And I was Queensland. Like, Who would haunt Queensland? I was Stop ruining my ghost story. So much shit that and I apologize. <laughs> okay, back to my story. <laughs> I've been recording myself sleeping and it picks up this weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasts about five minutes. That would be creepy recording yourself sleeping. I couldn't like, do it. I, that would I'd, be, be, <laughs> I'd be scared that I like scream or like, you know that uh, you might not be familiar, but there's an episode in the office when Michael Scott falls asleep in a moving van and like two other people are beside him and he just starts screaming and then just like <laughs> wakes up it. and he's like, what did I miss? <laughs> I'm scared. I just like, yeah, terrifying. <laughs> this morning I woke up to the whole house shaking It felt like a small earthquake I debated even mentioning that on Twitter Because it sounds made up But I distinctly felt the house swaying It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once I feel so uneasy Like right before a thunderstorm comes Everyone is telling me to move But I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me The next night They just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder in the distance. August 21st. All this ghost stuff has been spooky, but this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. It, in the end, it passed, but that night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. Here's the photo. So you can see the bruise around his wrist, which it isn't quite dark enough yet, but I guess that's what happens when it's like a recent. When it's new. Yeah, exactly. Now, look, maybe I injured myself the day before and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. There could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It always is incredibly busy, especially on weekends. 
I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. Well, almost empty. I went inside to look around because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair. If you recall, David first appeared in my green rocking chair. Mm -hmm. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. On my way back from the coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It remained shuttered since. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening and more frequently. So I don't know. Anyway, it was a strange weekend. August 25th. There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10pm, I was confused. They began a new routine. Hover around the door at 10pm, cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's wrong. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I answered once yesterday. So it's just no caller ID, no caller ID over and over again. Yeah. Every day, multiple times a day. Since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually if it's... If it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electrical static sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped and there was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper hello. Hmm. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello, a flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know where else, what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make much sense of it all. The only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'll keep doing. Monday, 28th of August. So I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It's been in various parts of the living room ever since. I should probably get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going on vacation to Japan in three weeks and I keep thinking if I can make it to my trip, this will all end as dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want. It runs 24-7. It also alerts you to the sound and movement via via an app. In any event, I decided to test it out this weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. 
My phone pinged periodically through the evening, alerting me to the cats running around and playing, normal stuff. Then around 11, it alerted me again that it detected motion, but when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. So I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. So he's posted a few videos here, and if you watch them, um, the chair starts rocking, the Ah, green chair. Cool. Is it in night vision? It's just his apartment. It's just dim. Dim. Dim Yeah, it's just dark. I knew it couldn't be the wind because I haven't had the windows open at all this summer. It was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then, so I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic. About half an hour later, I got another motion alert. If you missed it the first time, like me, look above the shelf. It's a little turtle shell that I hung on the wall. So in the footage... You can see there's a shelf with all knickknacks mm-hmm. and there's a little black thing above it. It's mm-hmm. a it's a shell of a turtle mm-hmm. and it just drops, just falls off the wall. Ooh. Yes, I know it's weird to own a turtle shell, but my family lives in Montana, Montana and I picked it up last year at a native trading post. Since I've been back home, I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on and today has been pretty quiet. That said, I feel really uneasy. I put the chair in the hall. I hope nothing else happens tonight. September 5th. It's happening again. I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's movement or sound, as you know. I was getting over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. During the night on Saturday, while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first. But then after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. So this video has the kitty cats just hanging out in the living room mm-hmm. and Maxwell, the chubby cat, yep. spots something and is kind of watching it and then literally does like a clear, a clean jump over nothing. Wow. Like like he's lit, like there's an he, obstacle in front of yeah. him and he's jumping over mm, it, mm. which like I have five cats. And they they do weird stuff all the time. Yeah. But it's so, like, unsuspecting. They're just chilling. And then this cat is like, oh, and does, like, this jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quirky. <laughs> I don't think it was a bug or anything. Maxwell doesn't react like that with bugs. He just eats them. Something spooked him. Sky raisins. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, cat does that. Yeah, say. <laughs> it's so gross. What's more, I almost never get bugs. I've been... I've seen maybe three in all the years I've lived here. Anyway, the next night, the camera recorded a couple more strange videos. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this on and off for hours. And if you can see, Maxwell is just standing up. Oh, on the sofa. See him on the couch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just standing up. And he's like a meerkat. Yeah, he's meerkatting. At the door. Uh, Is he looking at the door? He's looking at something in the direction of the camera. He's just standing. Yeah. And just like his little arms are on the side of his tummy and he's just watching something standing up. Yeah, he's definitely engaged by something. Yeah, He'd sit up on his hind legs and peer around the room as if looking for something or looking at something. This is odd behavior for him and I can't come up with an explanation for it, especially because of the next video. Now, I watched this video today and Maxwell is standing up on his hind legs again, Mm -hmm. but he's got his arm in the air and it's like he's swiping at something in the air. Okay. But he's completely standing up. Yep. It's very cute, but if you th- it's disturbing it's at literally at child height. Oh. Like he's on the couch, he's swiping at something that would be child height. Yeah. 
I suppose there's a chance it was a fly, but I honestly never get flies, so that seems unlikely. I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior for Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. September 16th. I've been having so many nightmares lately. They're way more intense than my usual dreams too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon I took a nap and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream I was laying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. That's disturbing. Yeah. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. (laughs) After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Yeah, it's, it's it's getting a bit spooky. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk. If for no other reason than to get out of my apartment, I went to a bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything. I pass it twice a day just to get to the subway. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. The warehouse? Yeah, the warehouse. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer. I don't know what that is. Isn't that a water? Seltzer. Yeah, I guess. It could be anything. It could oh. be a rash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's with me and the rash joke? <laughs> it's either a rash or a wart yeah. every time. He then made his way back home. <laughs> when I passed the warehouse the second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound other than that. I probably should have just continued on, but cur- curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo and then run for my life. I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens through one of the grates and snapped a photo. I almost thought I saw movement when there was a f- when the flash went out off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I, c- I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously, which, look, I think we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm always nervous, so no matter when I eat Doritos, it's always being eaten nervously. Yeah. When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather, leather desk. So you can see the photo here. It's just like this dingy black and white Ugh. photo of like a storage room. Yeah, with crap it looks everywhere. kind of like long abandoned. Yeah, it's, it looks very dusty and gross. Then I noticed something else in the upper right corner, something that looked like a face. And at first I was like, mm, but then you can you can see a face. Oh, There's yes. Yes. There's a head with eye sockets. Yeah. It's almost like it's maybe behind the door. And yeah. It has eye sockets. It behind, has like, yeah. you can see the shadow of the nose. It has cheekbones. Yeah. 
It's pretty, pretty ooky spooky. Mm, the more creepy. I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. It looks like a face to me. It looks like a face to me. But here I messed with the filters on my phone a bit. Tell me this doesn't look like him. And he's just enhanced the picture and you can see his like dented head. It's so the bottom of the picture, that's his eyes. That's his eyes. You can see his eyes. And there he's is cropped it really weird. Definitely. Yeah, he's there's cropped eye it sockets. But there's definitely like a large part of his skull that's yeah. kind of missing. Yeah. There's a big, big old lump. Mm. September 22nd. The past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple of hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I feel like this all might stop if I just leave for a couple of weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been stressful and it means a lot. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple of weeks. September 29th. I bought a votive tablet at the shrine I'm at in Japan and it's a little um, tablet which says, please protect my cats while I'm away from home, which is really sweet. Um, When you go to Japan, there's lots of shrines where you can write a little wish, like a plaque tablet thing and you you just hang them up. It's super cute. So you don't take it with you, you hang it there. You write write your wish and you hang it up. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's my last day in Japan. Uh, that's October 3rd. The past couple of weeks have been pretty peaceful. I have people taking care of the cats and they say they've been doing fine. This morning I went for a long walk around Tokyo. I never really plan my vacations. I like to wander a lot and see what I find. I came across this statue in a park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was pretty weird and it was pretty. And it's just, oh, Jesus. Um, it was, it's just this like brassy looking cylinder type. Oh, almost like a bodies. Yeah. Almost like a totem pole, but it's made of bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I was taking pictures of it from different angles since it's cylindrical. I moved around to show to, I moved around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too similar to be coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. This kid with a dented head. <laughs> and you can see this, the baby. Oh, that looks, looks like, like his drawing. It looks like David. Hmm. It's like this little baby with a perfectly dented head. And, and like it looks like he's big, kind of looking down. He's literally too. like twisting his whole body away from this mother's boob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a little bit, a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I can post that photo on Instagram. Anyway, I have to pack for my flight home in the morning. It'll be good to see the cats again, at least. October 5th. I made it home safely. The cats are fine, if a little more talkative than usual. And here's a photo of him and Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell. October, October 14th. Weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week. First two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder. Um, I'm going to skip a little bit because he's just talking about all the bulbs in his apartment that are turning off. Mm -hmm. He's waking up in the middle of the night to find lights just going on and off. Um, His TV goes on and off. Um, Like in the Donovan case. Yes. Then he posts a photo. Typical Twitter. He posts a photo of his breakfast. Um. (laughs) 
which is eggs and ham. Moby Dickhead gets showered. He decides <laughs> to go to work. As I pass the front door, I thought I heard a faint scratching sound from the other side. Isn't it weird that his name is Moby Dickhead and you used to say Jiminy Cricket? And in that movie, didn't they oh, like go into a the whale? whale? Yeah, um, Donkey, uh, Blinky, uh, what's it called? Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> Weird coincidence. Coincidental Wednesday. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the peephole instead. Since there's a skylight just outside my door, the hall is a it was awash in faint yellow-green light. I snapped a couple of photos. At first, the pictures didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But as I analysed it and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye stared right back at me. Now, I can't see the eye, but I can see an ear. See to the left? There's, like, the side of an ear. I definitely see an ear. I can't see the eye. But there's, like, a greenish-looking ear. It almost seems to me to look like a house elf. Yeah. Wait, it gets, it gets. Okay. There's photos of David. All right. Yeah. It gets creepy. I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this isn't going to stop until I do something. I'm just not sure what that is yet. I'll let you all know when I figure it out. And Maxwell's like, Maxwell's like, <sighs> mate, I've been telling you this for a month. Yeah. October 26th. Sorry for all the radio silence the last couple of weeks. First, I had a friend come over to do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and hallway. A lot of self-proclaimed professional mediums have reached out, plus about a dozen Ghost Hunter TV shows. I've declined them all because I don't really want strangers in my house since sensationalizing what's going on. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse the place, and for about a week or so, it seemed like it worked. Things appeared to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. It was starting to seem like it was all over. Then one morning last week, I was walking to work and past a shuttered warehouse as usual. This time, all the metal doors were wide open, sunlight pouring in. The warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. There was a hearse parked near the back of the wall. Yes, of course. A death car. The warehouse has been closed for over two months. I have no idea why it was open that day. Nobody was around. It was weird, but I try not to think about it. It's not at all strange to see a hearse, I guess. Like they have to park somewhere. He has a point. (laughs) I tried to put it out of my mind and the next several days were uneventful, but something else happened last night. It was around 11 or so and I was watching TV on the couch. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge and noticed both the cats sitting by the far window staring up at it. The window looks out onto the roof of the business next door. I glanced out the window but didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed a beer from the fridge. (laughs) Fridge. As I went into the kitchen to get a bottle opener, I noticed something. There's a window in the kitchen which looks out into the same roof and someone was standing on the roof staring at me. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the window but still couldn't see much. He took some photos but you cannot see anything. They're just terrible photos looking out into a window. Mm -hmm. 
He closed all, I closed all the blinds and made sure the door was locked and then drank like five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. Which, you know, I think we've all done. <laughs> but now I feel like I'm back at square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. November 6th. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David. This might be long, but stick with me. Last night I dreamed about him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in a chair. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move, but this time something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm just a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come toward me like before. I had to do something. I kept my phone next to me on the bed, so I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling toward me. He moved slowly like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. David limped closer toward me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched his eyes roll back into his head until they were all white. I tried to writhe away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all. So I got up and went to work. And after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. I wasn't even going to write about this since it wouldn't really be new information. But tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple of days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll all from last night. Hmm. It's better to just show you. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. Okay, guys, the first photo is the recliner. Mm-hmm. And if you look closely, you can see a little boy sitting in it. Where am I looking in the picture? Right in the center, like dead center. Oh, there's a yeah, 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 yeah. Can you... Then there's a photo of David kind of getting closer to the camera you can see yep, the dent that's in quite clear yeah this is the one that made my heart drop and this one's pretty creepy it's just him walking uh, and you can clearly see the dent yes like it is like you guys i'll po- I post all of these photos usually i can come up with some excuse for what's happening but i have no logical explanation for this so now i'm sitting here on my couch freaking out i certainly won't be able to sleep i just felt like i needed to get this out November 17th for everyone asking yes I'm alive I've been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to yet I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share it's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out but I'll do my best basically there's part of my apartment I'm just now learning about at least that's what I think The other week, I was tweeting the most recent update from my living room couch. About 30 seconds after I'd sent the last tweet, I heard a thump directly above my head, as if someone above me had dropped something on the floor, which is impossible since I'm on the top apartment. Mm -hmm. There's also no way to access the roof. There aren't any letters on the outside of the building. The only way you get to the top is through a skylight in the hallway. There are no trees in the immediate vicinity either. It definitely wasn't pipes. It was distinctly the sound of something falling to the floor. 
My building is old and makes a lot of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. So I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look all over the apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this, so I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. <laughs> you can see the... Oh, the, what? The manhole. Yeah, yeah. it's like an attic yep. um, entrance. Yep. I Nothing see that, good ever comes no, from that. No, unless it's full of cash. <laughs> I see the hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it, but this time something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. Oh, okay, so he ends up buying a pole off Amazon um, because he's going to try to pry this manhole. Okay, I bought a pole. <laughs> if the hatch is movable, I'll either shell out for a ladder or call my landlord. Look, honestly, I would get my landlord in. Yeah. 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 Unless he doesn't know that you have cats, then I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, true. A lot has happened this last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write, write it all down. The noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the pole I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get to it until late Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning and went to bed. I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up, woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing under the hatch and that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure what for. The crash happened again and then again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I heard a smaller creaky sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered did it as a footstep but it really could have been anything as i made my way down the stairs something crunched under my feet this is the next morning i looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs directly under the hatch so it's just a staircase photo with dirt and crap all over yeah the, the stairs it looked like dirt but i couldn't tell for certain it could have been old plaster or something i glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else peculiar the edge of something was caught in it barely poking out it's hard to see because it's so far up but i took a photo so in the photo it's the manhole cover again and right at the bottom yeah of something's the, kind of sticking there's something out. poking out yes at that point bagels were the last thing on my mind they're always the first thing on mine <laughs> i went back upstairs and grabbed the pole i set my camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record just to make sure it would be caught in video if a demon burst out of the hatch <laughs> gonna make a ibs joke about demons bursting out of my hatch but... <laughs> well it wouldn't be an episode of ours without one i know <laughs> i picked up something that fell from the hatch it was a small leather shoe like a kid's oh size it's a little kid's shoe but it looks shoe. like an old, old fashioned shoe. shoe yeah so he ends up going back upstairs texting his landlord and is like yo there is something above the apartment bring your people <laughs> bring your ladder bring a priest bring dr phil <laughs> oprah <laughs> bring zach bagans yeah. oh, cringe no don't bring him please um eventually his landlord rocks up and he investigates the crawl space and says there's nothing up here 
But then he was like, oh, wait. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm and when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. It was a little marble. Just a little marble. Okay. Just a green, random. random marble. I wouldn't take that into anything real serious. My lo- landlord seemed unbothered for the most part. Oh, okay, dude. Which, you know what? I don't blame him. And he told me to call him if I heard anything else. So he goes back into his room and he's looking at the marble and he does a bit of Googling and it's from the early 1900s. The marble is. The marble. How can you date a marble? Oh, marbles go back hundreds of years. My dad collects marbles. Really? He has a bucket full of like 100-year-old marbles. Wow, I thought they just all Be- kind of looked the same. No, it's, it's the patterns in the glass. So like they all have, you can get like cat eye marbles, you can get snake eye marbles, you can get marbles with wavy lines, you can get foggy marble. Oh girl, I've been playing with a lot of marbles. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, when my parents got divorced and I stayed with my dad, all he'd do is be like, all right, kids, here's your marbles. And he'd pour out like 30 liters of marbles onto the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so he he goes offline for a while and he puts his marble on the dresser and then he doesn't he doesn't go back onto Twitter till like December. Okay. I'd be surprised if they didn't make this into a movie. They, I think they're going to. Yeah, wow. It reminds me of um have, did you ever see that horror film Lights Out? Oh yeah, you know that was Australian. That was that was like a student film. Yeah, but I I had story. seen the student film that little like one minute or ninety second. The the student film was. was much scarier than the real one. It, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. But this kind of reminds me same of same vibe. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Moby Dickhead ends up downloading an app that takes photos every sixty seconds, <laughs> and he puts it on top of his bookcase. So he um he's he goes to bed and then he wakes up and he looks at his phone and there was about 350 photos to scroll through. So like does that mean that was I 350 picks up, that picked something up or yeah. 350 I think every 60 seconds it just snaps. Yeah. Yeah. The vast majority of them were me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark but you can see me sleeping. I'd left a couple lights on just in case anything showed up. But for the first hundred or so photos, it was just me in an empty room. Mm-hmm. So that's his bedroom, right? Yeah. Easy, simple bedroom, guys. And then suddenly David is standing on the chair at the foot of the bed. And these are probably the clearest uh, photos of David. Yeah. In that, he kind of reminds me of like sort of like a Robert the Doll type of figure. Very much. Yeah. Very, I think this is why the story scares me so much. In the next photo from a minute later, he just seems to be staring straight up at the ceiling. You could see his head is like completely tilted up. Yeah, he's looking up. He's just like completely bent up. Yeah. Yeah. Then he appears to collapse on the chair and the next dozen photos are all the same. He's just completely lifeless. Yep. So you can see his body is just literally just collapsed. He's just slumped over. He's just completely like... Like a doll. Yeah. Literally like a doll. But then in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty. So he starts swiping through the photos again. And um, I was going to say Robert, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, uh, he's not in the room. I can't say that name out loud. It freaks me out. <laughs> we'll cover that story, but 
Uh, is he the one that you don't like or is it the baby one that you don't like? No, it's... It's it's Robert. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Harold. See, it could be Harold. I, don't I thought it was Harold it was that Harold? you don't like. Harold is that little... Yeah, because I, remi- I have to remind um, Harold and Kuma of the movie. <laughs> Harold. It's Harold. You yeah. can cover that. Um, that's when my heart started the race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. Then there's a photo of David standing on the bed looking down at him. Ooh. I'll post all these these photos so you guys can get an idea of what's happening. The next photo is David, like, at a different angle. He's just, like... He fully looks like, like a little doll. He's creepy as hell. And then this is the last photo. He's, like... He came... He's at the Ew. camera. He's at the camera and you can just see his scalp and the top of his ear. Yeah. It's just, like... So he basically sees the camera in these sets of photos and just it goes from him staring directly at the camera to then like being in the camera. You can see like hair follicles and stuff. Yeah. Super, super. And he's got like sparse kind of grayish hair. Yep. So Moby Dickhead starts looking for a new place. (laughs) Um, At this point, it starts (laughs) snowing and he's finding footprints all throughout the garden little boy footprints just mm. leading to his window and then stopping, which is just great. <laughs> you know, just what you want. Sorry. So he's looking for a new place. Yeah. The footprints, sorry, weren't at his apartment. He went away for Christmas and they were at the place he was staying at. So it's following him. It's following him at yeah. this point. Yeah. He set up a camera again and there's more photos of David just like, Strolling through the apartment. I'll post all of these here. So Moby Dickhead starts, you know, he, the the stuff with David kind of slows down a bit. Um, he starts getting better sleep. He's feeling better. He... Um, Is he moved house at this point? No, I th- he's still in his apartment. But he's kind of like looking for somewhere else. Yep. Okay. So this is the next... This is January, this recent update. Okay. 2018. I went to brunch on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few photos to my story and they were fairly unremarkable. And he's posted a photo, a selfie with his mate and they're eating. Once again, they're eating eggs on something. He loves his eggs. Yep. (laughs) They're totally boring brunch photos. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving and that was that. But the next day I had a zillion messages about the third photo I posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to me. This is what somehow got uploaded to my Instagram story. Oh, God. All right, let me see. <laughs> so this somehow got uploaded. Can you see his eye? What the hell? So this was the original photo he took. Yeah. So that's the original photo. It looks like he's it's got like a, a mechanical eyeball. Yeah, it's just a selfie. And then the next photo is the one on his Instagram. See his eyeball? It's like this big enlarged gouging eye yeah yeah i'd be freaked out too (laughs) i have no clue what happened it looked perfectly fine on my phone when i uploaded it i'd say it was just a glitch but i can't make sense of what's happening with my face (laughs) that happens to me when i upload photos too (laughs) trust me honey um he then starts posting photos of his kitty cats going a bit crazy again this is in january 28th so maxwell is doing the meows again back at the door February 3rd, 
he just writes everything is fine and that got 24,000 retweets <laughs> so, so people, people are, following are freaking this. out then february 14th please don't worry about me i'm okay and everything will be like it was before smiley face so it's it's getting a bit like Mm. weird texts yeah yeah, yeah. Then, himself no then he just posts another photo of the cat meowing at the door then march 12th this is the last tweet he wrote about dear david for everyone asking i'm alive i'm doing okay it's been pretty quiet around here lately and i've been trying to focus on work of course i'll keep you updated if anything strange happens but for now i'm staying busy with drawing and other projects peace sign so I highly recommend you guys to get online. I'll attach this link in the show notes. Mm -hmm. It has every single post that Moby Dickhead has done about David. And was there anything after that? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Um, Was there a lot before it? Was there a lot? What do you mean? Like, you know, had he been posting since like 2013? Yeah, he's a cartoonist. So his account is, he does like these amazing cartoon drawings. His account was of his cats and like drawings he did. And then that David stuff, just like he just started documenting it. So and a lot of people, there's a rumor that like, it's a um, lead up to a movie. Like he's trying to promote a movie, which is the dear David movie. It's a big risk to take. Like if you're an illustrator and you want to be known for your work, you're basically sacrificing any kind of promo Oh, totally. But that like, you want to do for your work because you want people to think that you're dead, possessed, whatever. Yeah, but, but like, man, if I wanted to get my burlesque career up and I was just like, uh, what's a spooky thing to say? I at at, at midnight every Wednesday I grow a third nipple. Come to my show to find out. Mm. People would probably come to my shows. <laughs> yeah. So so if you if you google his name now like none of his recent work will come up. I think he has I he's quite a successful cartoonist and illustrator. So his stuff definitely comes up. But obviously if you write Moby Dickhead right his real name will come up with his illustrations. So but, as far um, as we know he is still a working illustrator. Yeah. He's a successful he illustrator. May or may not be possessed. Well, yeah, we don't know what happened to David clever it's very clever i think honestly it would make a crap movie i think it should be left with these creepy photos i almost think it would be quite a good series it could be yeah like but it would have to be slow paced yeah to get that creepy factor yeah you couldn't just like bam 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 six months worth of tweets and photos literally videos and stuff yeah you'd have to do it um, even if you did something like Black Mirror mm-hmm. or that Netflix TV show, The Haunted, mm-hmm. that'd be so freaking good. Yeah. Something like that would be like a one episode thing, but um, not a movie. It's going to end up like lights out. We'll have tacky. to wait and see. Yeah. So guys, I'm, I hope you hung in for that. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've never spoken <laughs> for that long a time really i was getting puffed yeah because I'm, I'm so self-conscious in these microphones i'm like are they gonna hear all the spit in my mouth i need burping <laughs> it's a nightmare so all right thanks. well you don't have to talk much anymore sweet because it's my turn yeah
Together. So, so I was inspired by what we talked about a couple of weeks ago when you talked about your favourite thing, um. the bunyip. <laughs> so oh. I thought I would look into the yowie. No! Yay! Oh my God. <laughs> and it's definitely a rabbit hole. Yeah, right. So, they're hard to research when they're Australian cryptids. They're hard to research, but there's a lot out there. Like, there's a lot of stories. Did you have to, like, stumble over the Yowie chocolate? Yes. I love those chocolates. I collected <laughs> thousands. Really? Of, yeah, my whole shed was full of Yowies. <laughs> this episode is... We're going to have to have so many images for this episode because all yeah, of we're the going to. Moby Dickhead ones... <laughs> And there's quite a few of the Yowie one as well. In fact, I've got some on my phone that I want to show you during Ooh. this story time. Yes, please, because all I'm visualizing are those little chocolates. No, it's got nothing to do with the chocolate. They don't look like them. Mm. Like fashion, kind of elfish with like sporadic hair growth. And God, a lot of those like, Yowies are like purple. Yeah, and purple. Green and, gold and, and all sorts of beautiful. things. Beautiful. Uh, to be honest with you, those Yowie uh, chocolates look more to me like what I imagine a bunyip would look really? like. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. All right. So um, I looked at a lot of different sources for this, and I just want to do a shout out to those um, sources. <laughs> I used uh, yowiehunters.com.au. Oh, my God. What? Like legit. Like there's people out in Australia. Like- oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like Bigfoot hunters. Yeah. 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 Yowiehunters.com.au. They have been compiling evidence for literally like decades. What? And it's all there. Their, their website is really comprehensive. It's it's what? very, very good. Oh my God. Uh, I also looked at cryptosightings.com, cool. the Australian Ape Project.blogspot.com. Okay. The paranormalblog.tumblr.com and mysteriousuniverse.org. So there were there's a there was a few things. You've done your research. Oh, well, Good job. Like I said, I I wouldn't be surprised if if in the future, I wouldn't mind revisiting this because yeah. there is a lot out there. There's so many stories. See, I was such a lazy bitch. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do Dear David, and I'm literally just gonna read out thousands of tweets from this guy (laughs) not realize how like okay so i've just what i did was i wasn't really sure because this isn't really one story normally i would tell one story this happened then this happened and this happened and then this happened yes but so what i did was i just wrote myself a bunch of questions okay so i wrote what is a yowie so, according to Wikipedia, oh. of course, the Yowie is usually described as a hairy, ape-like creature with a wide, flat nose standing upright at between 2.1 metres, 6 foot 11 inches, and 3.6 metres, 12 feet. So, they're just like hairy men. Freaking huge. 12 feet? That's massive. Oh, 6 feet is like tall for a person, isn't it? So 12 feet is a proper giant. That's like Bigfoot height. 12 feet? Is that Mm. the size of Bigfoot? Yes. A giant. Do you never watch Finding Bigfoot? I did. I didn't realize he was 12 feet. I thought he was huge. At least like. Like if you're talking seven feet, you're looking at a juvenile. (laughs) 
Oh, I love I, how much you know about Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. I know, it's so funny. Uh, the Yowie's feet are described as much larger than a human's, but alleged Yowie tracks are inconsistent in shape and toe number. Gross. Like Bigfoot prints. Because if you've seen a lot of Bigfoot prints, like on the internet and that kind of mm. thing, some of them look like, you know, a human-esque foot. Yeah, totally. And some of them, to be honest, look really fake. Oh, I, yeah. You so can many tell fake, fake ones. Like You're like literally just... like point and laugh. They're even on all exactly. print. Yeah, There's no yeah. like step in it. You can't see like the, the yeah, toes the going The distribution down. of yes. weight is exactly. completely it's, the same throughout like, the entire it's foot. It's like a stamp. Yeah. That's how you tell your fake footprints. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. So some witnesses say the the Yowie is timid and shy, while others describe the Yowie as some be, sometimes being violent or aggressive. Okay. Also, Creepy. some people have reported seeing yaois of a smaller stature, more like three feet tall. Cute. Cute. Creepy also. No, I prefer a little guy. Yeah? Yeah, like, screw having a giant. I was going to say giant I know. Furby. It's kind of like because... No, I'd rather be chased by a little fur- Furby, a little mm, yaoi than a 12-foot giant. I think they'd be quite creepy, like kind of like leprechauns and puckwudgies. Like, ah, oh, puckwudgies. You know, kind of like... Come to the forest. Yes. We'll push yes. you off a cliff. But you could just kick it. I don't know. What if there's lots of um Just um get a like a log and spin it around your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defense 101. I'll lift you up on my back and you kick. No, you just hold me by the feet <laughs> and just spin me around. Like in WWE, that's what Cesaro Yeah, or like does. when you used to do at high school. You know when you'd see guys just like grabbing their mates and just spinning them by the feet? <laughs> You're like, oh, he's losing more brain cells as fast as he is. <laughs> Kids do that at your school. Yeah, man, I went to a, like, a weird culty Christian school in the middle of nowhere. That we were doing all stupid stuff like My that. My school was big on the bum dragging. The bum dragging? Pardon? <laughs> so when was, did you go to a Catholic school? Yeah, I did. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. No, when it was like when it had been raining loads and it was really muddy. No. So they would go out and onto the oval where like there was like some like grassy knolls and... <laughs> <laughs> and one unlucky person would <laughs> someone would what, grab their foot oh i don't know if it was random or it'd be like here take my foot and like <laughs> they would drag them on their butt by one foot <laughs> down the grassy knoll <laughs> they would drag them on their butt by one foot down the hill <laughs> and it was really muddy <laughs> that sucks no that sucks you're lo- look at this. She's going down memory lane. Gemma has lost the plot. She okay. Her weak spot, everyone, is the what is it? The mud butt pool. The butt drag. <laughs> oh my god! I've never seen her. The butt drag. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> the Furby is currently like radioing into the <laughs> Area the 51 being like, these guys just talk shit. There's nothing to report. She's like, come and get me now. <laughs> Self-destruct. I don't even know how we got onto this. No, I mean, the, the yaoi warding off. <laughs> get a 
she's lost Get it. Get a pole and swing it around Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, she is. She's done. And that is the end of our show. <laughs> I have to go. Just go, save yourselves. Oh, my God. Okay. The rest of my story looks so boring now. <laughs> okay. Three feet tall, blah, 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 blah. There have been accounts of their eyes glowing red at night. The Yowie legend definitely has roots in Aboriginal culture. Like the Bunyip, it has Ooh, been shout out. Has shout out. It has been documented that groups in different areas have various names for a similar creature. Cool. Sometimes and I came across this word a lot, they would call it a Yahoo. Oh. <laughs> which I knew you would love. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Or a Yui. Oh, that's cute. Or sometimes they would even call it Hairy Man. Oh, that's a bit a bit rude. There were lots of names. There was loads. There was so many different names. Oh, there's the Hairy Man. Oh, Keith, that's just me. I just haven't showered today. <laughs> you don't have to bring it up. Sorry, Darren. <laughs> uh, the regions it has been seen is basically all over Australia. Frankston. Not Frankston. What? In fact, I couldn't see a lot from Victoria. Really? Because um, bunnyips are all over Victoria. I know. Well, maybe they drove all of the Yowies out. Yeah, maybe they were warding. Warding? Like Fueling. Feuding. Feuding. Jesus. Tonight's full of WWE references. Yeah, (laughs) and I've never watched it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. So most of the stories I've read, though, apparently every state has its Yowie stories. Crazy. And I have heard from previous research, even the Mornington Peninsula what? has had Yowie sightings. Really? And I wouldn't be surprised. Whereabouts? Like up near, I reckon around like Cape Shank and stuff. Uh, I think it was more like down at, um, you know, Portsea where there's the Mornington Peninsula, like... Um, National Park. Yes. That kind of area. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But don't quote me on that. I'm definitely going to quote you on that. In fact, thinking back, that (laughs) might have been Black Panthers. Get out. I can't remember. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, historical sightings. In the 1870s, there appeared to be a bit of a yowie fever. So, you know, in the 40s, after 1947 with Roswell, everyone's like, I saw a flying saucer. So in the 1870s, it was all about the yowie. So, and (laughs) white people were like, ah, monsters in the bush and blah, 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 blah. I read about an article called Australian Apes from December 9, 1882. A naturalist named... Henry James McCooey claimed to have seen an indigenous ape on the south coast of New South Wales. He wrote in Australian Town and Country Journal, A few days ago, I saw one of these strange creatures on the coast between Batemans Bay and Ulladulla. 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 Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Fresh. (laughs) Fresh. I should think that if it were standing perfectly upright, it would be nearly five feet high. So we're we're talking about small ones here. Like an average man. You're ruining my story. Oh, God. (laughs) It wasn't just a hairy person. Okay, good. 
It was tailless and covered with very long black hair, which was of a dirty red or snuff colour. Ooh, a snuff colour. What's a snuff colour? Is that... Chris, what's a snuff colour? R-rated? Snuff. I'm going to Google what a snuff... I'm going to get some... All right, I'll keep going with the quote. You tell me when you've got the snuff. Oh, I'm scared of what I'm going to find. It it was of a dirty red or snuff colour about the throat and breast. Its eyes, which were small and restless... snuff Mm. is... Um, tobacco. Oh, so, so it'd be like a tobacco colour? So just brownie black. He could have just said that. Snuff, drugs, tobacco, you snort up your nose. Oh, See, that's, that's what, what I you thought. see in the old school movies when they're like, and you know when little glorious snuff, bastards? Snuff, snuff boxes, those yeah, little gold. I never understood what they were doing. And they'd just go. Yeah, they'd like, I'm like, is that cocaine? What is that? No, it's just tobacco. It's just Based. ground, like, um... It's like coffee grinds, but tobacco. Is okay. that a correct term? I don't drink coffee. Coffee grinds? Yeah. Grounds. grounds. Coffee grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I threw a stone at the animal. Oh, God, of course you did. <laughs> Whereupon it, Im- man. it immediately rushed off. Oh, I don't Duh. Yeah. Surprise. Oh, surprise. On the whole, it was a most uncouth and repulsive-looking creature. How rude. Evidently possessed of prodigious strength, and one which I should not care to come to close quarters with. Having sufficiently satisfied my curiosity, I throw a stone at the animal, (sighs) whereupon it immediately rushed off, followed by the birds, and disappeared in a ravine which was close at hand. Well, lucky for the Yowie. That it disappeared. That it had a ravine. I don't even really know what a ravine is, but I'm glad oh, it had like it. Oh, um, it's like a big ditch. Oh, yeah. But big. Like a big like hole. A, like a gorge, but smaller. Gorge. Smaller than a gorge, bigger than a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I could say something, but I won't. <laughs> Moby ditch. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I've written here, funny quote. Oh, here we go. Get ready. (laughs) He wrote in a later journal article, the mere fact of no apes are found in the Sydney Museum. Hang Uh on. That doesn't sound very good. I'm going to reword this. (laughs) The mere fact that no apes are found in the Sydney Museum does not justify us in rushing to the conclusion that there are none in the colony, for it is extremely improbable that any ape will be foolhardy enough to present itself at the museum to undergo uh, the somewhat delicate operation of stuffing. This guy sucks. And beyond the fact that there are none to be found at the Sydney Museum, there is not one scintilla of evidence to prove that they are not to be found in the colony, while there is an abundance of evidence to show that they are. This guy... This guy... Sucks ass. So what he's basically saying is, what? well, you're not going to give yourself up to be stuffed and taxidermied. Yeah. Just don't don't try to make a joke out of it, mate, when you're not funny. Mm. I should take my advice, but... He's kind of doing them a service. Yeah, he is. But, like, I don't know. He sounds pretentious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Maybe it's the voice you're putting on. Oh, yeah. Maybe he did it in, like, a real bogan accent and be less, like... Douchey. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can say words like prodigious in a bone. Oh, prodigious, accent. mate. No, no, you can't. Prodigious. Prodigious. 
Have you met a Bogan? I'm trying to think of something like, you know, when people Cat say like hospital, like they say hospital. They say hospital. It's like when um people say um ask, but they say arcs. I'm like, what's wrong? Three letters. Is it three? Yeah, it is three. Just because you haven't seen a yaoi doesn't mean that they're not there. Use. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Modern sightings. There are not that many pictures of yaoi sightings in comparison to alleged Bigfoot sighting pictures. So this is just during my research. Honestly, can't see a lot of pictures. No, it's the same with bunyips. Of yaois. Um, However, there is one interesting picture of a yaoi-like creature in far north Queensland that I quite liked. And I'll show you the picture. Oh, oh, that is so cool. That is sick. I love it. It's good, isn't it? I love that. I would make that my profile photo. Creepy as. Imagine seeing that. It's cool, isn't it? Describe it to the audience. Okay. This photo, two Australian men claimed to see a Yowie in 2014, although there is little information about this sighting. We don't even know the name of the men because they wanted to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. They say that they saw a large creature in October of 2014 and they both saw it at the same time. They were both there. The picture looks like, like a dry forested area with a dirt road and a thin wooden fence going up one side of the road. The two men saw a figure up ahead... And they thought it was a workman in overalls. Mm-hmm. So I'll show you again. It See, does kind of I look like. Thought, I thought it was a man on a horse. Oh, really? Oh, it's huge. It's a big it's person. Huge. Yeah. I see what you mean. As the figure walked further towards them, yeah. they realized this was no human. It was about 70 to 80 meters up ahead of them and they took a photo. They said they saw the figure being around eight or nine feet tall. Yikes. And it was covered in black hair. It's it, kind of like Blair Witchy. Interesting that you say that. Oh, God. Do you bring it up later? Yes. Oh, my God. Good job, girl. Weird. That's, that's great research. Uh, it had a large stomach and a muscular neck and shoulders like a man. Same. Uh, what? <laughs> have you seen my stomach and my muscular <laughs> neck? <laughs> <laughs> It just when it said it had a large stomach, I'm like, did I ride an esky? You know, you can go get those eskies like with a little motor on them. Oh my god, what? It's a regional Australia thing. Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome though. If you so that was basically the only details that accompanies yeah. this photo. Ooky spooky. It's a very cool photo. I love it. Yeah. So these men that saw it. They don't want to give their name and they only want to give the basic information, how far away from it they were, how tall they think it it was and what features they saw. So, and all we know is far north Queensland and the month and the year. If you want to hear some stories of sightings, I highly recommend you head over to the Yowie Hunters YouTube page. Get out. Because, and these are really good. They have these videos which they upload quite regularly mm. and it's a phone call and people phone in and they they talk about their experiences. Oh, that like Jim Harold's campfire. Yes. Love it. Exactly. But Love with it. Yowies. And they're really interesting and um, they're from all around Australia, but honestly, most of them are New South Wales, Queensland. Weird. 
Uh, there was this one guy who described seeing something in Macquarie Fields, New South Wales, and he said, it definitely wasn't a roo, it was sort of like an Ewok. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and that's so far I, apart from what a kangaroo and a Ewok from Because the guy Star was Wars like, did it jump like. away or did it run like a person? He's like, no, it wasn't like a kangaroo. It didn't look like a kangaroo, but it looked like that furry thing from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so funny. cute, isn't it? Oh, my God. So, signs of Yowie behavior. As with the Bigfoot in the USA, the Yowie has been known to engage in a bit of wood knocking and tree branch bending. I love. I did read that sometimes tree limbs are broken apart so that a creature could get to grubs inside a tree, that kind of thing. Yeah. It would have to be a large animal to be able to pull a tree branch apart and also one with quite dexterous fingers. So we're not just talking about, you know, something with just claws and they're just clawing at a tree. No, you want like this has calloused... Been- yeah, and opposable like thumbs. Yes. One interesting they're believed to do is to make these like TP structures out of sticks. Mm-hmm. And it's thought that they do this to send messages to other Yowies. And I saw quite a few different photos of like little ones, big ones, all sorts. And they've also been known to leave piles of stones, like in the Blair Witch Ooh, Project. God. So next, I just want to really quickly talk about foot and handprints because like with the Bigfoot, Yowie has a lot of, you know, uh, people are finding footprints and they're doing casts of them. Oh, yeah. Trying to sell them. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to sell them. Oh, one cool thing that I did find was on, I think it was on the Facebook page for the Australian Ape Project, I think. They have um, some, like, they were advertising this month, they were having um, a town hall meeting, you know, yeah. like they do on Finding Bigfoot. Yeah. But it was, like, in far north Queensland. I'd be like, oh, I would God, so... God, I would love to go to that. would so go to that. Can you imagine how I know. fun that would be? Dude, that would be amazing. Okay, so I've, there are some interesting um, footprints that I found. I'll show you this one here. It's got a, a oh. man's foot... Next to an alleged Yowie footprint in the mud. Okay. That, it's yeah, quite that's large. Interesting. Hmm. I'd say that's at least, what, size 14? Oh, <laughs> depends how big this is. And it, it's, it's a very wide footprint. In fact, where the toes are, it's actually it's extremely wide. And quite symmetrical. Like, there's, to me, it doesn't look like a left or a right foot. Oh, you think? Have a like look a... again. I think it definitely looks like a, oh, a left foot. Oh, yeah, you're foot. right. There you go. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was looking at. <laughs> and then here there's a photo of the same print and they're just measuring it. Do you think that's legit? Oh, it could be anything, but at least they're documenting it. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm trying to f- see if I documented where that was from. I didn't mm. find out where that was from. Anyway, there's this other one of uh, prints in the sand. And this one, it says it was found on a remote property at Widgee, Queensland in late 2018. And again, they've Ooh. got a comparison between oh. human feet and wow, this, oh, these footprints. Oh, my God. That's cool. I, I quite like that one. I thought so that was quite I. cool. That is cool. Yeah, you can see the toes. Yeah. 
And this one looks more legit because you know when you step in sand and it has like that uh the the sand that kind of flicks off your toes and it kind of like there's like a sand splatter effect. Yes. You can see the sand that's been like lifted from his toes as he's walked. Yeah. Which I I think is an interesting detail. Uh, there was one other, this one was actually, this one's actually about 35 years old, footprint found in the Barrington Tops, New South Wales, and that was from 1986, I thought that was quite a good one. Oh, this is a great one. It was extremely detailed. We'll post all of these on Instagram Mm, mm. so you guys can have a look while you're driving or something. Yeah, that's cool. And there's one more that I wanted to show you. There was quite a few photos, but there was just this one because this one chilled me to the bone. This was found in the East Nanango State Forest in Queensland. It's actually a giant handprint found on the back of a land cruiser. And it was parked overnight. This freaked me out. Whoa, no. No. That's creepy, isn't it? That is creepy. Yeah. Giant handprint. And it's like a muddy... On the back of a Toyota. Yeah. It's huge. It's massive. It's got like real long... Love that. Yeah. Like... Love it. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So um, I just wanted to mention Yowie Hunters again because they have an extensive amount of tips and information for anyone that wants to try out their own Yowie investigation. So they've got this page. uh, It's got all the scientific lingo that you need to learn um, and what to do if you think you found biological evidence of a Yowie, like hair how to cast a footprint, how to photograph a footprint. It's, it's, it's a really, really good resource. So some believe that the Yowie could be a remnant of a so-called extinct species, yep. possibly Gigantopithecus, okay. a huge ape-like creature which could have crossed over with humans. Ew. Which is quite... No, I don't mean like crossed over like bred with. Okay, good. I mean crossed over <laughs> in that they were alive the same time as humans. Oh, <laughs> thank you for clarifying. There are apparently some stories from Aboriginal people of the two tribes often clashing. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them though. So one being human and the other being Yowie. The humans proved apparently to be the strongest warriors. However, the Yowie was said to be able to run faster. Oh yeah, they're 12 foot. Could this could relate to the other race being part of a gigantopithecus like species? Yeah. So that's my initial research on Yowie. I love it. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't mind revisiting this topic at a later stage. Well, you know, um, if we know anyone who's seen a Yowie. Oh my God, please. Yeah. Please write to us. Oh, yeah. We'll have you on on the show. Oh, dude. We'll dedicate an episode to you. Yowies. Yeah. Tell us everything. Yeah. And I wonder who, like, came up with then doing chocolates after the yowie. I think that's so random. Um, I mean, yeah. I never knew the yowie was a cryptid up until only recently. Really? Yeah. What, I... you just thought it was a mythical creature? No, I thought it was a chocolate. You just thought... <laughs> <laughs> I never knew it was a cryptid. Really? Yeah, legit. Until probably you when you're like, oh, yeah, and yowies. I'm like, what do you mean, Gemma? 
Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. So No, it's a real thing. It's totally a real thing. That's correct. You're very passionate about it. I am. I like it. I love Almost as passionate as I am about the bunyip. Oh, I would love to go to Oregon. Because Oregon Do we mention this literally I every probably, episode. We're always like, let's go to let's Oregon. Let's go to Oregon, yeah. Um, or, or, probably. Or Ohio or something. Ohio's got the serial killers. Yeah, that's why you'd go. Oregon's got the Bigfoot. Yeah. And New York has the glam. <laughs> yeah, New York has the glam. Brooklyn has Sasha Valor. <laughs> so I'd go straight there. And then I'd be like, all right, serial and, killers. And Bianca. Isn't she from Brooklyn? Is she? I think she could be. Okay. I haven't, haven't really followed Bianca that much in her career. She scares me. Uh, I, I come from a big Bianca loving household. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, she's scared. She's so like fierce with her she's comedy. Pretty, that she's I'm like, pretty oh fierce. My God, please she's don't. got an answer for everything. Yeah, she scares me a bit. Mm-hmm. She's like that cool teacher that you don't want to, her to pick on you in class. Uh, All right. Well, guys. Wow. Uh, thank we, you for hanging in for that one. That was um, – I'm quite exhausted. <laughs> um, guys, trust me, Dear David is scary. Look at the photos. I don't think I sold it very well. <laughs> <laughs> it all – no, it, it, it was creepy. I just I, – I don't know if I believe it. I don't know. I I, it really was a creepy story. It. I just – I don't know. Well, you know, just pretend, Gemma. Just pretend you liked it. Oh, no, I liked it. I liked it. I just don't know if I believe it. (laughs) No, well, you know what? I don't think I do either a little bit, but I wish I did because I need some. It's a good story, though. It's a good concept. It's a good good art project to to dedicate all of that to Twitter. You know what? I'm in the next few months, even though I'm back at uni and from now till February, I'm swamped with criminology homework. Uh I think I'm going to start my Twitter account and do a fake haunting and see how far it gets. You can't tell people. Now they know. Oh, this is a small group of circle of friends. Hey, podcast <laughs> You won't tell anyone, right? You'll go along with it? Yes. Yes, you will. I know all of you. I, I, I know you, mum, listening, and um, <laughs> my sister and Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Jackson, my husband. All right. Yeah. Well, let's leave All it right, there for kids. this week. We're hoping to have start having guests on yes. soon, but yes. um, just wait and see. Hopefully, yes. by the end of season one, we will have had at least one guest. We'll yes. just please see come what and talk to us. We're very alone. And yeah, until next week. Um, follow us. Subscribe. Rate. Good things. Um, talk about us. Post about us. Oh. Um, think of scary stuff you can write to us. If you want to be a guest and you're, you've got a reason to be a guest, you're not just like, oh, hi, I'm, you know, Chelsea from down the street. Just, no. It has us to be a good, good reason. reason. Yeah, you can't just be Brenda from coal supermarket no well you can but you have to have a really good story yeah if it, brenda if you've like, grown up if with your house is like dad then you know poltergeist activity up, exactly yes all right yeah all right Apart all right that, none of you are welcome no, and no. stay out <laughs> bye <laughs> all right bye <laughs>
Let me start again. I'm about to burp. <laughs> no, it's not coming out. <laughs> that can be a blooper. <laughs>